What is up, everybody? I am your host and longest reigning and the best WWE pay-per-view champion of all time. I am the one you all came to see, the hot commodity, Ant C. And I'm joined by my good friend and longtime co-host. Introduce yourself, sir. My name is Christian, uh, longtime co-host on Censored Pro Wrestling Podcast. You know, um, we're on the road to Clash of the Ch- No, it's not even Clash of the Chains anymore. Nine Nine of Chains. Chains. Um, uh, it's in different country. You know, it's in Saudi Arabia. You know, they're they're good for wrestling fans. Um, but I, I I thought this raw was okay. Um, I I'm not too excited with with what WWE's producing uh, as of recent. That's why I'm like like there's a show like Raw's coming my 20 minutes away. I'm not bothering to go. I just don't care. I've seen it like so I'm just I'm kind of like not too thrilled of what what the product is right now. But we'll talk about it. Okay, respect, respect. I agree. There's been some. Some, some weird push-ups. Well, live from my kitchen. But live from your kitchen, yes. Respect. We should do a talk show called Live from Christian's Kitchen. Say that sometimes fast. Um, well, yes, you're we're live in Christian's kitchen and you're live in my messy uh office area with those clothes just everywhere. So respect. Um, but we are covering Monday Night Raw from not Christian's kitchen, but in Greensboro, North Carolina. And this episode of Raw took place on May 15th, 2023. And we start out with the Undisputed Tag Team Champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, coming out to the ring. Sami says, we don't see our match at Night of Champions as a threat. It's a gift. We get to have revenge on Roman Reigns. Kevin Owens and I should have beaten Roman Reigns for the title, but he has cheated his way out of it. Now we are going to check him. Roman Reigns is making sure the bloodline crumbles. Nothing is enough for Roman. Roman, you want these titles, but you can't have them. And then Judgment Day comes out, and Judgment Day basically trashes KO and Sammy. And Finn Balor says, if we win, the line starts at Judgment Day. Basically, they challenge, basically, they tell Sammy and Owens that, you know, if you guys win at Night of Champions, we want to fight for the titles. Um, Judgment Day and Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn fight. Until Sammy runs in with a chair and clears Judgment Day, so you can talk about the segment if you want. But how are you liking seeing Kevin Owens and Sammy as tag team champions so far? It's been over a month now that they've had the titles. What do you think? I mean, it's okay for them having the titles. I mean, they're two of the best wrestlers right now. They're good friends. This isn't much, you know, something I'm hating on, but we all know we want to see these guys compete individually. Um, I don't think they're going to be tag team champions much longer. But I also don't think, uh, and I'll talk more about that another time, but I, I also don't think they're going to lose it anytime soon, which which kind of sucks because there's good tag teams that now that the draft's done up a little bit, I think it's really time to split those titles up again. Um, and it's it's just tough right now because they only had those titles because of the storyline, um, which which makes sense. But again, tag team wrestling has kind of been of a joke ever since the. I know the Usos, you know, best tag team, longest reign, but they've made the tag team division of a joke kind of because they just beat everybody who who they fight. Um, so I think they need a rebuild in the tag team division. So I, I'm not. 
Short answer, no. Long answer, they can keep it for right now, but eventually we're going to have to see something new in the tag team division. Yeah. It's rotten. It's rotten. I'm it's already saying it's worse than the women's division. Worse than the AEW women's division right now. Well, yeah, the, the tag teams, I can't even think of actual tag teams, but I do think that um, this team, even though they are friends, I am getting sick of it already. Um, they shouldn't have even had the tag team titles involved to begin with in the storylines because them winning it, like, their promos aren't about, like, oh, we're best friends, we're so happy we did this. This is Their promos are still about ending the bloodline. It's like these titles don't mean anything, you know? It's like, what is the purpose of having them? And yesterday, I'm glad they're going to you know, be defending and taking on other opponents and other teams. But so far, their whole storyline hasn't been for the tag team titles. It's been, how do we end the bloodline mm-hmm. the moment? And it's like, there's no need to put titles in that situation. If no, I agree. Titles. I agree. And I also don't think... My, the only... Yeah, but you got to... See, here's the thing, though. If they don't put those titles on the line for the storyline purposes, what wh- what are they fighting for? You're going to have WrestleMania, oh, Sami Zayn versus KO versus who's, I guess, taking down the bloodline was supposed to be losing that those tag team titles. Well, maybe that might be the biggest problem here is that the storyline became bigger than the people in it because – in the sense of that, like after this situation, like the whole, the whole, you're not going to look at Kevin Owens and Sammy as tag champions. You're going to look at them as the guys who ended the bloodline or the guys who had just because the bloodline has been so big for so long. And that's why it's like you shouldn't do that unless you're going to have somebody that you can undoubtedly say this person can defeat the bloodline because you're making these guys who you know. Kevin Owens and Sammy are great, but you know they're not like they're not scary to Roman. You know, like if you want someone down the blue line, you need someone who's really, really a serious threat. And it's not because Kevin and Sammy aren't good wrestlers; it's just because they're not. And I hate to say it, and I, you know, I used to talk shit about Vince, but I do kind of get a little bit. They don't look. If you're gonna build Roman for two years, they don't look like the people to beat Roman. Like when Brock beat Undertaker. Oh, hell no. I kept saying to myself, okay, so you're basically saying that Brock is better than Sean. He's better than Triple H. He's better because all these guys couldn't beat Taker. So I think that they kind of bury themselves and back themselves in a corner with picking these two guys to be the ones to sort of take on the bloodline. They're going to need a bigger name to actually end it, I think, because they're just way too big. Um, But let's move on. Our first match tonight, we have the Miz versus the Raw debut of Shinsuke Nakamura. And Shinsuke gets a win in a very decent match. Uh, he wins after the King Sasha. And it seems like whenever you want to have a decent match, send them to the Miz. This isn't really going to be a long storyline here between these two. But what did you think of the contest? And uh, I'm happy that Shinsuke is on Raw. I'm wondering what's next. No, I like Shinsuke. Um, crowd likes him. You know, he's very over. I just, I'm just there. Tired of the Miz always getting fucking, you know, yeah. eaten and used terrible. Miz honestly just quit wrestling and go to Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, they're they don't do anything with him. They make him look like this tough guy. They use him for Miss TV, that's it. And half the time on Miss TV, he ends up getting interrupted and then gets his shit beaten up. Like no and also too. 
Um, what, what, what I think is crazy about the Miz too is he's been in the business in WWE since two thousand and six, right? And so like that's that's a long time, and he's not really winding down. He's still like, oh my god, no, he's killing it. And so it's like you can't compare him. It is I love the Miz. Yeah, the, the Miz, Miz is ten times better than what he gets, and it's just sad to see. I mean, not having the Miz in WrestleMania in a match is just ridiculous. And fuck, even last he year, a match, he lost to Snoop Dogg. Oh great! And to Pat McAfee. That just proves my point even more. Like, why not him have an actual storyline, an actual match? He's a great heel with great heel work. He would put a phenomenal storyline on with somebody. I, I don't know what they're doing with The Miz. The Miz really needs to just go to acting. Go to acting. Do whatever. Go. The WWE doesn't they treat him like shit. He's going to be end, He's ending up slowly like a Dolph Ziggler. He definitely is. He definitely is. I mean, listen, I think The Miz has another title run in my eyes, but I don't know what they He's there to put talent over, and it sucks yeah. because he needs to be the one putting over. He's, like you said, he's been in WWE for a long time, but he still is a lot not close to being do. done. No, we're close. I just have a feeling that all these guys that we really see, like, 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 for example, like, we, I was talking about this about The Miz back in 2015, saying, like, oh, he's not you know, being put over as much. It, nothing's going to change. It, same with Dolph Ziggler, all these guys. Crap. But let's move on. We find out that Liv Morgan, one half of the women's tag team champion, has been injured on SmackDown this past weekend. Uh, so Sonia and DeVille and Chelsea Green want to be the tag team champions. And Raquel's like, let's have a match, Chelsea, me and you tonight. We'll talk about that later. We then get a long interview with Corey Graves and Seth Rollins where they discuss Seth Rollins' career in WWE and prior WWE and um, all the his attempts at, you know, sort of his career highlights pretty much. Um, not a lot to talk about here, but just sort of good way to bring us up to speed on people who don't know a lot about Seth Rollins' career or just for any fans to sort of look back and remember all of the accolades that Seth has done in WWE. Uh, we then get the Intercontinental Champion Gunther and Imperium. They come out. Gunther stands on the announce table. And Gunther says, For almost a year, I dominated SmackDown as the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in the modern era. I shall continue my mission here on Raw. No one has been identified or earned my respect yet. Tonight, the Battle Royal will determine my next challenger at Night of Champions. So, Gunther's out here to see. We get a battle royal in a shock, a huge shock. Mustafa Ali wins after drop kicking Ricochet and Bronson Reed off the apron. Um, I gotta tell you, this is gonna be fucked up. I'm just gonna say, yep, yep. Why did he win? Because they're going to Saudi Arabia. After this, his character is gonna go back to wearing the weird beanie hat, and uh, I'm positive. Um, I don't think that's cool. They shouldn't do that because then it just shows that right. Like if I was Mustafa Ali, I'd be like, obviously I was going to turn on a title opportunity, but um, you know, after this, nothing's going to come of it. What do you think though of this being Gunther's first challenger on Raw when some of his other opponents are people like Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Pete Dunne, Ilya Dragunov, Tyler Bate. You know, even not even talking about his indie work, but. Uh, what do you think, Mustafa Ali? I mean, and granted, 
He's a former United States champion, cruiserweight champion. He does have his, you know, accolades, leader of retribution. But uh, what do you think of Mustafa Ali taking on Gunther? Man, Mustafa Ali, um, I seen him back in 2018 when he was in 205 Live. Uh, after a SmackDown taping, he fought uh, Buddy Murphy in the main event. And he, he looked phenomenal back then. Um, didn't have much of a gimmick. Um, was very baby-faced because of that, like, mask he wore or whatever. Um, but that, that was just kind of the last time Mustafa was relevant. Like I said, I think his best match was WrestleMania preview show. WrestleMania yeah, preview I was just thinking of that. Yeah. With Cedric. That's probably his best ever match. Um, I just think it, it just sucks because they – it looks like they're starting to give him a lot of momentum, but he's gonna get squashed at Madame Yeah. And it, it it it's just gonna look bad. Um he might get a little bit of a pop because they're in Saudi. Uh but they're getting an early start too for Night of Champions. It's gonna be at one in the afternoon. Are you serious? Yeah. And that's Saturday next Saturday at one yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, I, I have to wait. I know I have to wait. It's working, so I have to wait for it. So, so you mean so that means the pre-show starts at twelve? I guess I don't know. Yeah. Holy fuck! I, I don't know. A Saturday? Yeah, I don't know. I might miss like. Ooh, I might wake up just in time. Like, holy shit! But, I'm yeah. gonna watch it later. I unfortunately can't watch it live, but I'm definitely gonna watch it. Uh, uh, when it does come on. But I mean, yeah, I agree. It's gonna be a squash. But speaking of squash, here's something that I personally uh, like to squash. So Becky Lynch walks out to the ring, and uh, and uh, Becky's like, "We all have our struggles, and we put on a hat. We put on the face we do to be the people we want to be." I asked for help. Lita was great, and we won the women's tag team titles. Trish Strauss is great too, but Trish Strauss came back to help herself, like the backstabbing egomaniac that she is. Thank you, Trish. When you hit me in the back of my head, you turned on a light that was off for months. When you called my daughter stupid, you reminded me to stand up to bullies. And at one stage, you were my number one, and you want to, and or at one stage, you were number one, and you want to be number one again. But I am it until I say it, until I say it is over. I will show you how thankful I am when I kick your head in at Night of Champions. So. We get the challenge, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. I'm excited for this match. Obviously, I'm a fan of both. But I really have a feeling like, you know, the rumors talking about this match happening at SummerSlam, I feel like some sort of weird shit's going to happen during this match if it is made. I also hate when they do the, no offense, but when they do the women's matches because they all have to wear fully clothed. It's like it totally takes away from the storytelling, I think. But uh, what do you think about Becky's you know, comments and the, the challenge being made to Trish. Do you think, uh, you know, what do you think? They should have saved this match for SummerSlam. I, this is night of champions. Uh, it, it should be what the fucking title sounds like. Uh, there are none of them are champions anymore. Uh, so what are they doing here? This is a match that could be, you know, keep going with this story because this is Trish this is most likely going to be Trish's final run um and I just it, it sucks what they're doing man I, I really think that 
they should have saved this match for SummerSlam, but hopefully, like a disqualification or like Lita comes back or something. I can definitely see like a big strong woman helping out Trish or some kind of thing. Um, getting like in, in a way like that, and then having it be because I just don't see them like you know. I get they're in a big place like Saudi Arabia, but when you're in Detroit, you know, have it at SummerSlam, man. Don't have this big showdown to happen here. No, there was no point of not a champion. If they were gonna do another champions, they should have done it. They didn't. Did they have a pay per view last December? No, because they had War Games and they didn't do anything. Yeah, they didn't have one for December. No, so they don't do TLC anymore. Okay, so excuse me. Holy fuck! Excuse me. So they don't do TLC in December anymore. Why not do Night of Champions? Have new champions rolling into Royal Rumble. I don't know. I think because is- WWE is about money, man. They're thinking so they're going back to it. They're going back later on in the year, so it's not like this is their only show. They they're go going back where? I think in October they're going back to Saudi Arabia. For what? They do a two-year show deal. I think they go there. Remember last year? Are they doing Crown Jewel? Probably. Well, because I know uh, Money in the Bank is in a. In the UK, That's in London, yeah, yep, yeah. Damn, what? Damn, did they do? Damn, I guess they did two Saudi shows last year. They did Elimination Chamber, yeah, and they did Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel, yeah. Did Super Showdown, not to that was a shitty pay per view. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's stupid. Um, you know, I think those the shows in Saudi aren't aren't they the crowd's okay. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, it's just too. They make the shows out there to me feel like a movie. It's like, gonna be another like house show type, very type. house show type vibe. Very. Produ- I saw this TikTok, and before we talk about it, because we're running out of time here for mm-hmm. first break. I saw this TikTok. They literally Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss literally recreated their match from a fight scene in a movie. Like literally recreated it. So like. And I that I don't know. I just I just feel like it's just gonna be one of those shows. At, at a house show. At a house show they recreated it was a TikTok. They recreated it at a house show. And I don't know. That's funny. I mean I can appreciate stuff like that, but I mean you just had like a house show almost pay review at backlash. Don't do it a second time in a row. Okay, that was that backlash was nowhere near house show. No, it wasn't near, it wasn't near a house show, but I'm talking about like in terms of like these are matches that aren't gonna make a difference. You know, there wasn't any like like progression in storylines. That's what I mean when I say a house. Oh, I agree. I don't mean like like that. The like I just mean like there's no progression. These matches were just made just to put on for the fans. Oh, I agree. Um, next, real quick, we'll talk about this because I think we have time. The SmackDown Women's Champion Rhea Ripley is backstage, and Natalia confronts her. Natalia says, "You beat down a woman who was beaten. You deserve respect, but you're not giving it out." And Rhea says, we all know you You don't <clears throat> care about you again. If you ever interrupt me again, I'm going to end your career. So no official challenge made by Natalia, but it, we do know it looks like Natalia is going to take on Rhea. Uh, she's right, though. I mean, it looks like no one does really kind of, kind of care about Natalia. Aunt was really into her at the Royal Rumble. Uh, but uh, what do you – what do you, what is your take on this? There's not a lot to talk oh, about, but – no one cares about Natalia because as much as she uses that Hart family name to get herself over everywhere, she has no in she has in-ring talent. She has no mic talent at all. She cannot cut a promo to save her fucking life. 
I don't give a fuck how long she's been in the business for. I don't give a damn. Someone needs to tell that, teach that lady how to cut a promo. Um, she should stick to reality TV. Um, she should. She shouldn't be on live TV. She shouldn't be on the program. She should. She should. Uh, she, I'm not a fan of Natalia. I never have been. I mean, she she doesn't do anything. She should be on the program. I love it, dude. She's bad. The crowd gives her no reaction. Um, well, that's she, what I mean by she doesn't she's have a gimmick. Person. She has. She's never had a gimmick. No, she's always been Bret Hart's niece or ears. Andy Anvil, Nightheart's daughter. That's all she'll ever be, Jimmy. She'll always be a one of those Hart family people. Yeah, you better watch out, man. She's gonna attack you from behind and put you in the sharpshooter, man. And then that's elbow. Please, dude, you can't you can't use Bret Hart's name to get yourself over forever. Sorry, but okay. shout out to Tyson Kidd. I love Tyson Kidd. Um, let we quickly talk about this match too, because again, really nothing came of this. Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley defeats Xavier Woods after Rhea nails Xavier Woods with like a punch, and then Dominic rolls him up. This is a decent match, but again, really no storyline progression for Dominic. What's next for him? Do we think he's going to get a title shot? Quick thoughts. What do you think is next for Dominic? I love Dominic. Um, I, I unfortunately, I'm, I just don't think the storyline between him and Ray is over quite yet. Um, as much as I'd like it to be, I think they need to settle it out one more time. Ray versus Dom, part two, one more time. Let it be the final straw. Let it be. But uh, when Ray and before we take our first break here, yeah. I think a, a cool thing would be. Ray and Dom versus uh Ray and Dom Ray, Ray, Ray versus Dom and Dom loses and then like you know I'm sorry dad like leaves a judgment day and like reunites with dad whatever. Okay. Okay. So a kind of full circle moment for Dom and Ray. Okay, respect. A little humble moment, like I'm sorry, I fucked up, blah blah. Well, okay. I think yeah, because I'll kill his character. Well, we're gonna take our first break. A lot of good thoughts from you, Christian. When we come back, we're gonna talk about Cody Rhodes. And we have our main event, the Judgment Day versus um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Uncensored Wrestling Podcast. I am still your longest reigning pay-per-view champion of all time, Pakamadi and C. And I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Christian. Christian is still here in his kitchen. And uh, we're covering Monday Night Raw. And uh, really quick, we see a promo backstage from J.D. McDonough. And uh, Facebook pointed out that we see Finn Balor watching from the uh, Hines or from from afar watching this interview. And people have been saying that J.D. McDonough might be added as a member to Judgment Day. Uh, what are your thoughts on McDonough? Do you like him? Not really. I mean, I don't really care <laughs> too much. He's really good. He's a good wrestler. I know, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, speaking of not caring, Indus Sheer makes their debut with Jinder Mahal, and they defeat the local talents. What do you think of Indus Sheer, this tag team? Who? Indus Sheer. Is that Mahal and Mahal? Yeah, that's their that's their tag name, Indus Sheer. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, they both kind of, you know, they're Mahal's a former world champion. And then, or no, I'm sorry, Mahal's a former world champion. Mahal, um, he, what the fuck were they ever doing with that guy? He just disappeared. He was yeah. being a Dominic and Ray, and he, they stopped booking him. They stopped, yeah, he stopped being on TV. So I don't know. 
Veer Mahan was supposed to be the man of, of uh, Raw. Um, yeah, he'd, he, I don't care about out. this team. No, I don't either. He'd go out and beat the shit out of jobbers every night, and he'd look scary. I, I just... Yeah. I just forgot about it because he did that whole thing with Ray and Dom, and they just didn't, didn't go anywhere. They didn't have a match or anything. What the fuck? No. Nope. Dom turned to the heel after that, I'm pretty sure. Well, we see Imperium and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn arguing backstage, which will lead to some developments later on the night. We then get Cody Rhodes coming out to the ring, and Cody says, this is... This is... This is, this is why... This is the first, this is the very first home of Starcade. Have you heard about the scorpion and the frog? And I love this story because he's basically telling the same story that Donald Trump tells. If you ever go back and look on YouTube, Donald Trump tells a story of, um, it's like the snake and the, the, the lady and the snake or whatever. And basically it's about illegal immigration. He basically says that this lady helps a snake cross the river and at one point, the snake bites her, and she's like, why are you biting me? You just killed me. I did all this stuff for you. Why are you killing me? And the snake's like, I'm a snake. Like, you should have known when you helped me that I'm a snake. You, I can't be trusted. So as he tells this story, I'm cracking up because I'm thinking, like, Cody Rose is definitely telling the same story, analogy, but with different characters. Basically, his story is that the scorpion and the frog, that basically – um, the frog tries to help the scorpion. The scorpion basically destroys the frog, which is pretty much his analogy to Brock Lesnar. Um, Cody says, Brock must be hunting. How is your face? When I look in the mirror, I see the man who beat the... Who beat the... What? Oh, I'm the man who beat the bully, Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry, I'm reading my own handwriting. It's terrible. Um... Brock is better than 99.9% of the people back there, but at Backlash, he was not better than me. This is about the big thing on Raw. You you are not the big thing. You have conquered this spot. You, sir, are not the big thing anymore. You're simply in my way. So, again, strong words from Cody Rhodes. They're going to fight a night of champions. But uh, what do you think about this? Do you think is this going to be like Brock's last situation? What do you think? If it is, then that sucks because this definitely shouldn't be his last feud. Not with Cody Rhodes. Um, yeah, we're doing this to put Cody over because he lost that mania. Um, Brock's last feud should be with Bobby Lashley. That's just my personal opinion. But we'll see what's next for Brock. I hope he still got some in the tank because this is definitely not a good way to go out. Um, but good promo by Cody. Um. We'll see what happens. Yeah, he always gives these rah-rah promos right before the pay-per-view, so this is one of them. Uh, we then get the women's tag team champions, one half Raquel Rodriguez defeating Chelsea Green with Sonya Deville after a Tijana bomb. And then from behind, returning Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler attack Raquel on the ramp, and they basically tell her that she will defend the titles with, with or without Liv. And then Shannon Baszler nails a hard knee to the face of Raquel. Are you excited that Ronda Rousey and Shannon Baszler are back? No, I want to see them fight each other. Yeah, you, you've been <laughs> saying that. I've been saying that for fucking months. I want to mm -hmm. see them fight each other so bad. But 
you know, they're big names. Shayna's a beast. I just think they should be wrestling in the visual. Um, this is a good way to get Ronda out of the main title picture again, as I think she'll. Well, is she on Raw or SmackDown? Who is that? Is she, is she, her and Shayna on Raw now, right? They're on Raw. So maybe she'll challenge whoever the fuck the champion is in Raw. I don't know if it's still Bianca. I don't know if it's Rhea. But whoever the champion is, I think she should get an opportunity soon because she has she is she should belong in that just because it's Ronda Rousey. But at the end of the day, her title run just wasn't doing so well. But yeah, well, we'll we see Gunther shaking hands with someone backstage and ends up being Paul Heyman. Um, we then get our main event: the Judgment Day get a win over the tag team champions Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. After um, Damian Priest choke slams Kevin Owens on the apron and Imperium come out, Gunther holds on to Sammy's leg, allowing Finn to nail a shotgun dropkick and a coup de gras. We now have more teams sort of rallying together to attack Kevin Owens and Sammy. You know, you had, um, you now have Imperium that they got to look out for. You got to look out for Roman and Jay. Got to look out for the Usos. Um, who didn't they just on SmackDown? They didn't find did they were fight. Yeah, who did they find on SmackDown a couple? It was Imperium a couple weeks ago. So yeah, so they got and the Judgment Day they fought. So you got all these guys, all these teams. Um, what is your take on Imperium helping Roman Reigns? I would love to see Gunther and Roman. Oh, that'd be a banger. Um, interesting, different. I mean. Imperium doesn't do much. They're just kind of Gunther's puppets, in my opinion. But they can wrestle. So we'll see what they do with the tag team. I know I say that a lot, but it's just because we're just going to have to see because there's not too much to talk about with these guys because they don't do much um, except have these couple tag team matches when Gunther doesn't feel like showing up. Yeah, man. I mean, it's – it's I. I I don't know why they do these part-time things. I think they need to have these guys sign on to these contracts and say they're going to be full-time. Um, but this is kind of the way of WWE. And they're long-ass champions for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. Not every champion needs to be that. Well, we have covered every part of Raw. What was your favorite moment of the night? My favorite moment of the night was probably um, just – Maybe I don't know. There's not too much happened here. Maybe like Ronda and Shayna coming because it, it it maybe puts the mediocre women's tag team division on an already mediocre women's division. Um, it gives them some strength. So I'd say Ronda and Shayna coming back. Um, for me, I don't really have a. Mo- I guess I'd say seeing Becky Lynch challenge Trish because I'm excited for that to happen. Um, so again, I mean, I know that's pretty much my. Always pick that I go for, but uh, Becky Lynch challenging Trish. Well, we have Friday Night SmackDown to cover, and then we have pretty much we're a week away from Night of Champions. It is next Saturday, uh, live at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific. It's going to be a good show, a lot more matches. We'll be covering our re- well, not recap. We'll be giving our predictions and then recap. Christian, this is like another chance to get at this belt, and uh, I don't know. And we'll be joining oh, I know. I know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, guys, we want you to stay safe and stay uncensored. Have a good, good night. Out for new shit too. 
Yes, it was a new shape. You can talk about it, Christian. Go ahead. I mean, no, I mean, I, you know, double or nothing's what coming up. Uh, so, me and Ant, uh, not this Ant, but other Ant. I'm the hot commodity. Not the hot commodity, Ant, but, you know, um, we're going to do more AEW stuff here. Uh, we're probably, if we have time, doing a double or nothing preview. Um, Wembley Stadium's coming up, announced of the new AEW Saturday Night Show. So, stay on the lookout for uh, more AEW stuff coming out now that um, WWE has been WrestleMania is over. WWE has been too too interesting. So um, stay on the lookout for for more AEW. Yeah, content. and you guys got a video that's gonna be coming up soon that I'm excited to watch. A lot of fun stuff there. So yeah, definitely stay tuned for all the good stuff coming out. Christian, again, man, I want to thank you again. Uh, and uh, again, stay safe, everybody, and uh, have a good night and stay uncensored. Bye, y'all. Peace.